Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Working Mama podcast. I have a great episode for you today where I speak with two inspirational female-owned Australian business women. They are two mums that just had a chance meeting on a street that sparked a discussion on natural ways to stimulate lactation for postpartum mums struggling to produce enough milk for their babies. This is Fran, who is a lawyer, and also Joe, who is a naturopath. You may have heard it about them before as Fran Joe's Kitchen. I know that I ate their booby cookies to help me with lactation supply on both of my um both my babies and they definitely worked and I was so excited to speak with Fran and Joe on this upcoming podcast on today's podcast. It was such a really well-rounded conversation, also really interesting about how these two women have grown this business, but they've also got their own businesses as well as Franjo's. So sit back, enjoy the chat, and if you're interested in having your own business as well, definitely get out a pen and paper. There are so many notes and tips and advice that you can take out of today's conversation. As always, if you really enjoy it, I would love for you to leave a rating I would really love if you could give a rating or review on any of the podcast apps. Really, really appreciate it. And also, if you're listening, take a screenshot on your phone and then share it on the socials and be sure to tag at Working Mama Community. And have a great day and enjoy this episode. Welcome to the Working Mama Podcast, a show that provides real-world tips, tricks, and advice to all working mamas on how they can have a career, family, and hopefully one day break the glass ceiling. Welcome, Fran and Joe, to the Working Mama Podcast. How are you both? Good. Thanks for having us. Having great. So, Joe, your whereabouts are you both? Because I know Fran just said she's in New Zealand. So let's just understand where in the world you both are. Yeah. Originally, we were both Kingsville, Melbourne mums, and that's where we first met and started our business in the inner west of Melbourne in Victoria. And then about four, five years ago now, Fran moved back to her homeland of New Zealand. And then a year ago, I moved down to Torquay in regional Victoria. And I'm an So that's where I am at the moment. Torquay, I'm in Torquay and Fran is in Auckland. Sensational. So those that don't know you, do you want to just tell us a little bit more about yourselves? Who would like to go first? So I'm Fran. I'm co-founder of Franjo's Kitchen. So we started Franjo's, I think I'm losing track. I think uh, nearly eight years ago we launched and my background is as a lawyer and I, I still actually work as a lawyer. Um, I have my own practice looking after retail businesses as well. And I have three children, so my eldest is nine, um, Phoebe, and then I've got a six-and-a-half-year-old, Margot, and a nearly two-year-old, Hugo. And as we said, I live in Auckland, um, New Zealand. Wow, that is busy. <laughs> and Joe, what, what about you? Yeah, I've got three children too. I've got Matilda, who's nine, turning 10 this year, and Florence and Charles, twins, they're seven. And I am a naturopath by trade, is what I like to say. I still have a boutique little naturopathic clinic down here in Torquay and do a lot of uh, telehealth as well with my old Melbourne clients. But that probably really only makes up for 25% of my 
working time. And then obviously the rest of that working time is on franchise. What an amazing business you both have that you've still got other careers and actually addition to actually developing this business. I honestly thought, because I, uh, as I let you know, before we started recording, I've eaten your biscuits. I see them everywhere. I would have assumed that this was your full-time gigs. I think even, Fran, if I can step in here, I think there's no doubt that our both of our backgrounds has actually had a massive impact on, a positive impact on our business. And so having a, a business head and lawyer in Fran has been absolutely brilliant. And then obviously my background in nutrition and naturopathy and manufacturing of our actual products has been a really beautiful relationship. So we're, we both love our original jobs or careers and we have that's one of our passions and we feel like it's important to keep that but also we see the the benefit for franjos for us to be still working in those specific roles as well yeah completely I also think people have often even yesterday I had some mums down at tennis after school with the, the kids say to me oh you know are you still doing franjos is you know a little side hustle and I was like number one yes and number two it's not a side hustle and it actually never has been a side hustle it's just that we Joe and I are both brilliant multitaskers <laughs> and we have got you know created and built this business whilst we are growing children you know the youngest in our, our group of six is only two and, and we have both continued our other careers for many different reasons but it has it doesn't diminish passion or involvement or commitment or time that we put into to franjo so it's certainly but, but I think we're also because of the fact that we've built this business whilst having children we built a team really early on and so it's actually six of us there's not just two of us and so we have those amazing women helping us grow the business and so they allow us also to have the flexibility to be be mothers and have our other careers going as well. So good. So if we actually just rewind a little bit, what inspired you to start Franjo's? So I had my first child um, and was struggling. She she had failure to thrive, which I love those um, all those medical terms that they put on us poor mothers to guilt us and so I my essentially she wasn't growing very well she was very little and she was solely breastfed so I googled how to make more breast milk and realized that you could eat food to help stimulate your breast milk so I'm not obviously a naturopath or don't have a medical background but Google told me that there were things I could do to help and so I started making biscuits just from a recipe on the internet and they worked you know it was really helping with my my breast milk supply and around the same time and people sort of I don't sometimes I think don't quite believe this part of the story but Joe and I were going for well Joe was going for a walk I was going for a walk we lived one street away from each other hadn't met each other and we were at the lights and we had our little babies in the prams and so we started talking and by the time the lights were green, we decided to go for a walk together because it was, you know, that late afternoon, push your baby around, try to fill in the time before dinner. And so as we got talking, Jo was telling me that she was a naturopath and that she 
had started a healthy biscuit company called Cooker's Natural, which we now um, own as well. Franjo's owns Cooker's Natural. And I just kind of, you know, a week or two later, I was lying in bed and I was like, hmm. There was, when I Googled the problem, there were millions of people with that problem. I found a solution on Google. Jo is a naturopath. She can make the solution better because her skill and she is also starting a biscuit company so she's done all the hard work and finding a manufacturer and all that kind of stuff so I literally went around to Joe's house like two weeks after we'd met and was like I've got a business idea and that's when Franjo started. What an amazing serendipitous thing to actually happen to you both and just it's almost like it's meant to be. Yeah. It is. It is. We're both, Joe jo and I are both big universe believers as well. So, well, I certainly am. I think you are too, Joe. Yes, I am. Yeah. Too. Yeah. 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 So good. So good. And is it what you thought? So, just from having this idea, is it grown and developed the way that you thought? And has there been some key challenges along the way that you would have maybe told your pre Franjo self to be mindful of? <laughs> and that's probably how long's a piece of string question. Yeah. No, look, I mean, I think I literally remember when we were, so we launched about May the 4th. We actually have made up that date because we can never quite remember, but I think it was May the 4th, 2014. And I can't remember how many our first manufacturer run was. It might've been a thousand packs or, or something along those lines. And I was like, we're going to sell 10,000 and we need to be ready. Like we need to, uh, we'll, 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 we've built this website, we've tested the market and I was like, we're going to launch and they will come. And so I was saying to our manufacturer and to Joe and we had an, a third business partner at the time, Kate, I was like, we've got to be ready. We've got to be ready. It's, you know, going to happen. And we did not sell 10,000 packets when we launched our website. But we, I think our first month, we sold $2,500 worth and I was pretty pumped at that. May not have been 10000 packets worth, but, you know, so there certainly have been, that's just one memory of mine, but there have certainly been expectations versus reality have picked us in the butt many times over the years and we've certainly had goals that we haven't necessarily achieved in the time frame we wanted to. That's it. I think as uh, we alluded to earlier, we from the get-go, got on board people to help us. So that meant that we didn't get paid for five years. <laughs> yeah. it, Fran? But it meant that we could get the business going and we could still be mums and we still had our other jobs. So it's, I guess we probably in the outset didn't think it would take five, six years and to get a, a, a semi-okay wage from the company. But maybe we... Uh, innately knew that we would get there so we just stuck with it you know and there's been many a times when we were like my gosh what are we doing and yeah things are going backwards and whatnot and like and we actually just could we're in a position not to close up we couldn't do that we just had to keep on going because we had debt and so forth didn't we friends so you know it's just we obviously didn't think that we would come across that sort of stuff, but um, ultimately small businesses, that's that's all a part of it. And we're always sort of told small businesses that you've got to survive 
10 years before you even nearly kind of have sort of made it. Do you know what I mean? We were stoked to get through those first five, six years. And now after seven, seven and a half years, we feel like we're, you know, kind of nearly sort of maybe there, you know, Um, we've got to keep on still, we're just going to keep on going. We've got a lot of goals ahead of us. And we know based on the previous years that there'll be ups and downs, but we can, yeah, we've got a good solid team and a great relationship. The two of us work very well together. And I think that's what's held us in good stead and got us through those rough times and will get us through more rough times that come. There's a lot of things of, of, you know, particularly say if you're a women that are on mat leaves that go, yep, I'm going to start my, you know, side hustle, I say in inverted commas or do something for myself. And, and people think, yep, I'm going to make it and I'm going to leave my job. You know, I'm not going to go back and things like that. And it happens all the time. I've seen it time and time again, but as you say, reality is very different and small business is hard building businesses. It's not necessarily what you see on Instagram, is it? No. And I think a lot of, you know, I do see a lot of businesses on Instagram um, or comments in the Facebook groups or something. You know, I think a lot of women and it's put themselves under a lot of pressure. And it's not to say that Joe and I haven't put ourselves under a lot of pressure because we, we definitely have. And we've definitely had a lot of really stressful times in the business where we've had to work very hard and compromise ourselves and our families. And, you know, we haven't always got the balance right but I look at some of those people who are running these small businesses who are doing everything and who are staying up till 3am packing orders and to you know to and they're not outsourcing and they're not getting help and they, they may be earning a wage but at a, a tremendous cost and we Joe and I have been really good and Joe has taught me a lot about this at prioritizing ourselves and our health and our well-being and putting boundaries and limits on what we're capable of and to that end that's why we've got people in to help and that's why we still are there for our children and they're after school doing activities and and everything because that's really important to us and we have there you know we may have achieved more quicker with franjos had we put 60 hours in each a week but we just weren't prepared to do that and so and I and I sometimes look at those other businesses where they are putting their 60 hours in a week but to something that's not necessarily scalable or that they're you know no profit margin in or and I feel for those people as well you know like it's and not and I'm, so I don't say that as a criticism at all I just it's hard it's really hard to know where that where to strike the balance and we've been lucky I guess that we've had the two of us to to figure it out together and yeah and I think too really I I'm not going to go spend hours and days and months and weeks trying to navigate and work out how to do social media or digital marketing and all that so I can do that too as well as come up with new products and that's not my jam that that's I do not know that stuff so why am I going to go that's not my um you know, I'm not good at that stuff. So why am I trying to be good at all those different things that a business requires when it is in the best interest for the business for me to do the stuff that I'm good at? Well, do that well. And yes, outsource or get someone who knows that stuff 
to do the, do the other things that you're not so great at. I feel like there's a lot of wasted time in that. And, yes, it can cost you initially, but long-term I think that pays I off. I think it's such a good message about saying the value of outsourcing because it's not just only outsourcing just in your business and the areas where you know that it's going to take you twice as long as compared to someone else that can do it, you know, say Instagram or social media that can do it a lot quicker than you. Because yep. that's also then similar to being working mums as well. It's about knowing your skill strengths, knowing what boundaries you have yep. and outsourcing where's needed. Because I'm sure yep. you both have got in your personal lives areas that you're like, right, you know, I need to outsource this component as well to help you do what you do. Absolutely. And there's, you know, we've got Two other, like one mum, we're giving opportunity to other mothers to do their work and have an income and do great things too. I often think about that, that our business is supporting or, or giving others the ability to, to do great things. And so we've got two amazing mums. One's doing our sales and distribution and all that sort of stuff. Emily, and then we've got Yvonne who does all our accounts. They're working, working busy, super busy mums. And that makes us super proud, doesn't it, Fran, knowing that we're we're helping other mums. And we've got another Eliza who's our social media and midwife. She's about to have another, she's about to have her first baby. And so just yeah. Yeah, and we, we give them the um, flexibility as well. That's something I'm really proud of, yes. is that they have a an income and a job and but it's completely flexible and on their own terms and joe and i are both not probably natural people managers you know like it's probably in terms of speaking of skill sets i think neither of us are naturally people who want to be bosses you know like i think we're both quite independent and that's why we've created our own independent businesses so to manage people is something that we're both like oh do we do we have to do that Oh no, but we, yeah. but to that end, I guess our, our lack of structure around that is also something that's created a really positive working environment. And I think COVID has accelerated that for the rest of the world, but that's how we were already doing it. And we, you know, while there are downsides to it, for sure, you know, we sometimes just wish we could all be in the, the same office is real upsides. And we're really proud of, of what we create for other people. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, we've got two in Yarraville, one out of Tullamarine, one used to be in Hong Kong, who's now in Sydney, Fran in Auckland, and I'm in Torquay. And we have our, you know, we have two quality weekly meetings via Zoom, and that's awesome. And then we've got a really fun WhatsApp group that's a lot, mostly work, but heaps of fun too. So we are all in touch, the six of us every day, which is really nice. But yeah, we just have to organise our get together somewhere in this universe at some point when when uh babies and time and time and kids and borders reopen and, and borders. <laughs> i know i've seen i've seen the border of new zealand it's uh certainly open and shut open and shut but i know the same thing's been in melbourne so lots of challenges yeah. now how do you both manage it with having franjo's plus your other businesses and family and life all together it's I know that's something I'm thinking listening to you both and I'm sure others are as well. (laughs) Words that come to mind, words that come to mind for me are prioritisation, organisation. I don't like the word motivation, but, yeah, so I think and communication with the family and, 
everyone knows what you're kind of doing, but ultimately prioritizing the stuff that makes you tick is really important for me. So at the beginning of each week, I have a look at what I've got in terms of clients. I look at what I've got in terms of meetings for Fran Joe's, look at what so the additional work I've got to do for Fran Joe's and plan out my week. So it includes time for, you know, the kids and after school stuff and my training. I love training and doing sports and things like that and 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 obviously work in there and it's it's all about planning and being organized yeah. for me I think and yeah communicating okay. and communicating with Fran and and the rest and the team but mainly Fran and letting her know hey I'm having a really tough time here or stressful family time and she's like yep gotcha no worries at all and then the next week Fran might be having a crap time with family or whatever it is and I've got her and that's a a real jewel that we've got with Franjo's is our ability to understand each other I think too and understands our needs wants and creating a business that can ultimately still work whilst we still live the life we want to live because it's a bit too short if we were working 70 hours a week and we've never wanted to do that. I think we also and I and I agree with everything Joe said I think we both my it's funny my friends always comment on how tidy my house is and Joe's the same we both are organized and I and that was one of the words you used Joe but we like structure and we like things tidy and neat and organized because then it's that that clean house clean mind or I can't remember what the thing is but you know like it's so whilst you know we we prioritize just that order and that structure in our lives because that then allows us and gives us the headspace and the flexibility and the freedom to do other things and in pre-covid I mean my, my life's been a bit disrupted the last six months for multiple reasons but normally I've got a cleaner I've got a nanny so does Joe. we've got people we both prioritize exercise and and do you know Joe's got her training I've got Pilates and yoga and running and like we we both really focus on that side we both love cooking so we you know we we eat healthily we so it's kind of all those basic building blocks to organized life are really important to us and then that gives us the headspace to figure out where we're needed and and then we you know I I've got a networking group that I'm part of that is, which is great and like I think some of it you know some of the stuff that they're doing is really great but I just haven't engaged in any of it for the last two years because I haven't it's just not a priority for me right now because I as much as I would love to I don't have the time and so it's kind of just prioritizing our time is really but but we do that we both do that with a a structure underneath us that's very organized and prepared and stable so we both sound a little bit anal with all that but we are I think we both are you know and again, that might compromise our weekly wage and income when we do all that and have someone to help with the cleaner. But then it ultimately leaves us being more mentally sane and satisfied with our life. Do you know what I mean? I would rather that much in my bank and feeling great rather than heat and then fully stressed out. And I think also with having multiple things on the go, children, couple of businesses, 
and life in general, the quality of work and the efficiency, it all comes down to efficiency with your time. So you have an hour, an hour and a half, you go and do that specific work then and there. There's no procrastinating. There's limited time on Instagram. You know, I think a lot of the nine till five, Monday to Friday people that are working, there's probably a fair chunk of that time that probably isn't utilised or isn't spent as efficiently as what someone with less time to do something. I love that because certainly as as a working mum and, you know, working part-time, I am a massive advocate and believe that part-time working mums are just as efficient as they what you work, you know, why do you have to work 40 hours a week if you've got the same outputs as say three days a week? Because as you're right, you've got it's quality and efficiency. Because it's not until you you work those extra hours do you realize, geez, there's a bit of fat there. You know, Friday afternoon previously, say pre-COVID, you may have you know, being in the office just to be seen, you don't want to leave at four o'clock. You need better to leave at five, but are you yeah. really efficient? No, you're actually doing any work. Yeah. No. no. Yeah. So that's why I love, you know, part-time working mums or even just working mums full stop are really efficient because as you say, they've got limited amount of time. They've got to prioritize. And I love how you two just, pro- you know, your why, you know, why you're doing, you know, that right, these are my boundaries and I'm not going to overstep them in different parts because you're here to give a little bit of love. Yeah, Sometimes we, we all do. do. But yeah. then we realise that it reminds you, just like, you know, when you have a bit of a day off not eating great or whatever and you're like, oh, that's yeah. why I do that actually. Yes, because I feel so crap. No, yeah, and absolutely. I must say that to any young mum out there listening to this with their first child who are just trying to navigate going back to work or starting a business, We've had nine years to figure this out so far, you know, like, and it's been, you know, there have been times in that nine years of parenting, nearly 10 years of parenting, where we definitely haven't nailed any of what we've just been talking about. And it's not like we've just figured it out, you know, like it's been a a real journey to get to this point and it's still evolving and we... And we still... Yeah, so it's certainly, I don't mean to sound like we have the answers or solutions particularly for those people navigating it all with their first child and because it is it's such Mm. a you know you like you just learn as you go and you you refine and you adapt and you figure out what what works and then COVID happens and then it's all the nightmare and then you have another child and you think it's because you have one child to two child to three it's it's all different everything it's constantly that juggle and as you say about the prioritization the organization what's important this week is going to be different to next week and everything's constantly evolving and changing as what you two are just saying yeah yeah the only constant is change yeah and so how have like what do you think's been a success of you two working together as a partnership because sometimes as well if you're starting a business you may go right I'm going to go on my own other times look into partnership and as we know not all partnerships do pan out so what do you think's been the success and the strength of you two coming together I don't know god it just seriously works doesn't it Fran we're quite different but we gel so well as a couple. I don't know. It just it it was so much so much love. Yeah, it's and it, but it's respect and I I think it's respect and communication. We really respect each other and we communicate really well with each other. And again, that's an evolution. But I think that 
communication part has evolved, but the respect, we both, I like to think, are really respectful human beings in, in general with, you know, and we, I think we're both really kind human beings. And so we, we try to treat people, all people like that, but particularly as a business partnership. And I know that there've been times where Joe's been annoyed with me for whatever reason and I might have been annoyed with Joe for and right back and I've been annoyed with Joe for whatever reason but we have never at the time we wouldn't have said anything like we would because we respect each other and don't blow something up or you know so I think that we rather we've understood why that was going on the thing that was probably annoying either other there, there was a reason behind it and we've been we, I think we've had the EQ at with each other to realize that that's because of x y and z and we've respected that and you know I moved to New Zealand <laughs> and didn't necessarily I did take into account Franjo's but it's not like I asked Joe you know I just moved because that was the best thing for my family and I'm sure Joe wasn't thrilled with that but you know Joe respects me and would never have made that a problem you know whereas I, I think that there are other people who could have made that a problem for their business partner. Whereas, you know, we, and we, I think we respect as well the fact that each other prioritizes their family and first and foremost. And, we, you know, so I think, and, and then the communication part has always been there, but it's grown because we didn't know each other. I mean, we started this business for two weeks. So that's where the universe part comes in. It was just pure luck that we found. Yes each other and a business partner like each other it was that was just absolute pure luck but then the what's made it work is firstly just respect and the way we both have very similar I guess ways in which we treat other people um which again is also not perfect by the way like I'm sure if you asked our team members we are not always perfect and you know so and if you ask my husband he'd be laughing at all of this as well you know <laughs> so you know um, but as a on the whole, that's how we try to to operate. And then as we've grown as a business, as a business partners, we that communication has really grown as well. And just yeah, so that's how it's worked. I think. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, respect communications, communication, and then the universe. Yeah, did align us and aligned us. Like we bring such different things to Franjo's. Like if if Fran was another naturopath, then it probably wouldn't have worked. I was about to you know say that I mean? it seems to be that you've actually got different skill sets, but actually complementary oh, that actually work different. quite well yeah. to the success of the business. Yeah, absolutely. And what have been some of your like the biggest highlights or and also surprises that you've had along the way of actually having the business? Mm. I mean. It's we we haven't historically been very good at celebrating the wins, and I think we've we're probably quite tough critics of ourselves and of the the business. So we, you know, I think yeah, we've been really ordinary at that. Yeah, we. I mean, I think ultimately the the highlights have really often been little things. You know, like we, I, I guess a few that I'm kind of thinking of that we. I remember literally the first sales you know like just creating a product and having people buy it and getting feedback amazing feedback I mean they were that was quite a like 
wool. And I think a second highlight would be paying ourselves, you know, and initially it was $200 a week, which didn't cover childcare. And then that has, you know, it took five years to, to make, and it wasn't 200 a week at all for the first three years. You know? like it was, and it wasn't every yeah. week. And, but then actually getting a paycheck, you know, like that's been a, I, in some of those financial numbers that we've achieved, you know, like when those sort of milestones are getting our first million was like just such a goal for us because I think it's such a, was for me anyway, um, I think it's such a, you know, it's like Austin Powers, a million dollars, you know, like to, to, yeah, to know that we'd done that, that was a real highlight. And then I think I remember, Joe, we had that party, which we couldn't afford for everyone that worked for us. Remember we did that? And like and not just our team, but like we had our manufacturers and photographers and food technologists and all the kind of consultants that we'd had involved over the time as well. because um, there's a lot of other like there's six of us, but then we've got digital people and we've got photographers and we've got food tech. So there's quite a lot of people involved in the business and we decided to throw this party for everyone. <laughs> yeah, it was. But it was I know, but that was, you know, I don't know. I, I think that for me, the financial metrics of it are really important in the sense that we created that from nothing. Like it still blows my mind that we are being paid by something we made up. <laughs> like, you know, like we just made this idea up and made a product and that pays us and other people and helps other people pay the bills and like, that blows my mind that you can just create something that, and then I think also the, sorry, I'm totally rambling and not letting you go there, Joe, but just one final point is, and probably actually the most important one and the one that still we can brings us to tears is the customer feedback. Like we get these emotional DMs and emails of thanks where we have genuinely helped someone and, that is every single time brings us, you know, goosebumps. Like to, to have created something that helps people and that has a purpose is so important to us. And that for me is the biggest highlight. But, you know, there's lots, there's lots of highlights in reflection. And when the, the first wholesalers started calling us, wanting yeah. to stock the product, that was pretty cool. Like in the first year, we only thought we were going to be an online business, but then... We had all these wholesalers and retail stores saying, hey, uh, we've had customers ask about your product. We would like to stock it. We're like, oh, wow, okay, sure. So that was pretty cool. And then recently when Woolworths have contacted us out of nowhere, you know, um, they're wanting to trial us in stores and stuff. So that's pretty nice to be going about day-to-day and helping mums. But there's lots of people out there that have, maybe got our got their eyes on us and wanting um yeah wanting us basically which is really cool and so the more we can get that means the more mums that we can help and more emails we get saying hopefully how much we've improved their experience of being a mother and a breastfeeding well you you've got a product that certainly you know that I know in my own experience the first first eight weeks of both of my pregnancies have been an emotional roller coaster, and a big part of that has been because of breastfeeding. I don't, na- I can't naturally breath. Like it just it struggled, and particularly my first, he was in the nursery for the first eight days of his life, which he was a small little bubba, and so he 
I, I, I struggled with, with breastfeeding at the start. And that's why, you know, I am one of those mums that did use your cookies to help with the breast, you know, the breast milk supply and things like that. And, you know, it, it's, it's, it did make a difference to me as well, because it's like you, as a breast, as a woman, you know, having a baby, it's one of those things you see in society. Yes, you should be able to breastfeed and you should just naturally produce milk and things like that. And it's a real big struggle, I know, for a lot of people out there. And it's things like that, what you've, you're developing and, and your range of products now that can certainly go in because being a mom, it, it's tough. It's, you know, early on, and particularly that first child, it's, it's an emotional rollercoaster, as I said. And those something like just a little cookie can help give you some of that mental break. It's life-changing. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's why we obviously ultimately lactating products are there really to help take that pressure off what is a considerable stress on most mums' lives, which can help. But also why, why we developed the motherhood range too was to, for mums that maybe aren't breastfeeding, but of course for those that are, to help more on that for, the, for them mentally because we know how much of a struggle it is and it's not talked about that much, unfortunately, but every mum or most mums are exhausted, full of brain fog, have no, you know, got no sleep under their belt and are trying to do something that is like a marathon event on very little sustenance, hence why the motherhood, um, we're super proud of that product to help all mums, not only just in their, their early, early days of being a mum, but long-term for their energy and brain function and yeah, mental health. Yeah, so good. Now, are there any final hints and tips? I know this might be, again, a bit of a um, how long's this piece of string question, but any other hints and tips that you've got for someone that may be thinking about starting their own business that is a working mom or going into partnership? Is there any other final hints and tips that you'd give? The one I always give is, is just patience, resilience and hard work, you know, like it is, it just doesn't come quickly or easily. It is very it's hard you know and it takes a long time and it doesn't happen overnight and I think you know there are so many things you see on Instagram of these businesses and like it's awesome but they are the one in 10 million you know like it's it does take a really long time and you have to work really hard whatever that looks like for you and you have to have resilience and patience and belief and I think ultimately there has to be a reason why you're doing it you know and and we for us one of the reasons why at the times when we wanted to stop we haven't been able to is because we create something for people that they rely on and need and love and we couldn't do that to people you know like you can't you know the the we know that we're solving a problem and we know that we're helping people and that's really important. And and also we couldn't do it to our team, you know, we couldn't. So having that why, and I know that that's kind of a bit of a, a cliche and a popular thing to say, but it is so important that you have to have a reason why you're doing it and and yeah, and you have to believe in what you're doing and, and a belief in it. And we we've that's never been a problem for us. We've always believed in what we're doing and we know why we're doing it and we believe in the believe in our products and brands. But along the way, the actual doing of it can be really hard. So you need the resilience and you need the patience and perseverance but for that side. 
and follow your gut. You'll get lots of people that give you lots of different advice and so forth, but ultimately you you actually really know deep down what, what ultimately to do and that's what Fran and I have had a lot of people give us advice but mostly 99% of the time we've come back to our original thought and did what we were going to do anyway. <laughs> we have had so many times when we have gone to people for answers, like so whether we've gone to business advisors or accountants or mentors or, you know, we've, we've, you know, we've been over the years been quite good at reaching out and, and getting people's opinions and advice and, you know, whether they're professionals or friends or whatever. And one thing that's always struck us, particularly in times when we're a bit lost or confused with the business and not sure where to go, is nobody's ever going to give you the answer. Like nobody's going to tell you what to do because it's your business and you know what to do. You know, it's, it's great to get sounding boards and feedback, but if you're going, if you're starting a business and hoping that other people are going to tell, give you the answers or tell you what to do, it's not going to happen because it's your business and it's your, your baby. And so that's something that it took us a wee while to learn. We always just wanted the answers. We wanted someone we want Joe and I wanted a boss we wanted someone to tell us what to do and we you know we finally realized that we were the ones that knew what to do and from a holistic you know level we knew what to do and following our guts has served us really well and and we're both quite quick decision makers you know we don't agonize over things we we just kind of get on with it and make a decision and do it so useful now what do you both do for self-care do you want to go first, Joe? I do. What do I do for self-care? I, I love running and riding and swimming and yoga. I do some triathlons and that sort of stuff. So that probably makes up 90% of my self-care. Obviously, being a naturopath, it's really important for me to eat well. I mean, I notice when I don't. So eating well is, is really, really important for me. Taking my supplements is really important. Those three things are the biggest or the the day-to-day things, but also just as important actually is just not carving out time for Flo, Chaz and Matilda. And even if it's just um, one mum you told me years ago, they only need five or 10 minutes of your total 100% time. And so often when I feel like I haven't, I've been doing other things or trying to be with them, I'll just really make an absolute effort just to sit down and do five minutes of just chatting with them while they're playing Lego or doing it with them. That's really important. Yeah. Yeah. That's those, those. Yes. So good. That That's great for self-care. And what do you do for self-care, Fran? So I, exercising is really important to me as well and eating well. So I, I'm the same as Jo in that, that I really notice if I, if one of those balls drops and getting enough sleep, like so I, I've done a lot of work on sleep, including seeing psychiatrists, psychologists, because sleep is so important. So it's that kind of fundamental base, eating well, exercising, sleep, like non-negotiables. And when one of them drops, kind of the wheels tend to fall off. But the other things I probably do, I'm really love my friends so I spend a you know I do a lot of which you know I I know Joe does too um but I spend you know I'm very social so I um I love seeing my friends and you know and so just that kind of quality time with friends and 
my family is really important to me as well. So, yeah, but then, and also like massages yeah. and facials. So, oh yeah, yeah me too. Um, <laughs> so, all the really yeah, nice, relaxing things you got to do. Yeah, all the good things in life. But I mean, it's those as boring as it is. And when I've had trouble with mental health over the years, the the fundamental basics of eating well, sleeping well, and exercising are actually the foundational building blocks for a, a happy life. And that is something that I have learned. Over the years, and, a, and a, you sound like a naturopath. That's very good, friend. Very. <laughs> I good. know, but yeah, um, I still do love a, a wine or a gin and tonic. Oh, um, but I <laughs> don't. We all just for our sanity. Yeah, exactly. But you know, but I try not to. You know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, sometimes Thursday. I try to not do that because I know that that's ultimately not actually helpful. You know, so which in the past maybe I did think I, I probably did a little bit too much self-care in, in a wine bottle and I don't that is it actually ultimately not conducive you know so yeah it's all a bit boring really but um <laughs> whatever works as, as um you know if you're working mums as well so we all we've all got our own path and our own story and um and do what's best for you as what you said earlier you know you know your business you know yourself works for you so thank you so much ladies how can we get a hold of your latest products and and even if people haven't tried your lactation cookies how can they reach out to you well, obviously, the easiest place is our website, which is www.franjoskitchen.com. But we have thousands of, well, not thousands, we have a thousand amazing stockists across Australia um, and New Zealand who we would love you to support because it's been a really tough time with COVID. So you can jump on our website to have a look at who they may be. It's always good to phone ahead because businesses have changed a lot over the last couple of years and we do our best to try to keep the website up to date but it's not always successful and then from end of march if you're in double bay in new south wales please go into woolworth macro and support us and because that's really exciting for us and hopefully a few other woolworth macro stores over the next few months and yeah and then if there's anywhere you'd love to see us please let us know and you can follow us on instagram as well at franjo's kitchen and let it talk to us. We'd love to hear from you. Well, thank you so much, ladies, for the chat today. I know it's been really insightful about having a small business and and really growing and and thriving it and some of the hurdles that you've overcome along the way, but it really sounds like you're both thriving and, and in the business. And also it's really inspiring about how you've created the boundaries around the different aspects of your life to really make sure that the business doesn't take it over, but you're actually working to live rather than living to work and actually living in your purpose and knowing your why and um and you know with your kids definitely at the center of that along with your family so thank you so much for the chat and uh it's been so insightful and interesting definitely as someone who's also used your products a bit of a fangirl moment of speaking to you both so thank you so much our pleasure thanks thank for having you so us. much Karina. really appreciate it Thank you for listening to the Working Mama podcast. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast catch-up. I invite you also to join the Working Mama community on Facebook and join in the conversation with other like-minded working mums. Please also feel free to contact me on any of the Working Mama social channels. Remember, Mama is M-U-M-M-A or website www.workingmama.com.au.
I would appreciate you to share this podcast with friends and colleagues, especially those that are parents managing the juggle. And I would really appreciate if you had to take the time out to leave a review of the podcast. I'll be giving a shout out to select people that do so. So stay listening and you might be one of them. Thank you and see you next time. Have a great week.